A man that flies from his fear may find that he has only taken a shortcut to meet it. J.R.R. Tolkien, The Children of Huyen. You are listening to Sonic Dawn. Tonight's story is The Wayward Soldier, written by Van Fulfs. Inhale. Breathe in as much as you can. This story should last about as long as one breath, and then a little longer. ground breaks into pieces. Dirt and mud and blood are flung skyward in the bright flashes. This happens again and again, sometimes missing us, sometimes not. After a quick, nervous swallow, I take a deep breath and hold it in. We have been taught to do this back in military school. I pulled my trigger as I compensated for the wind. A soft hiss warned me that my gun had misfired. Just beyond the hazy battlefield, the woods stretched darkly. Inside, shadows moved from tree to tree. Occasionally, white eyes flashed like wolves' teeth. Gnashing and blazing in the dark, I realized I was still holding my breath and quickly crouched, allowing my partner to take my place. We all stood in two-row formation, reloading rifles or shouldering them to fire. Spread in a column facing the woods, we looked like a long target dressed in red. Our cannons had been lost in the retreat, our beasts of burden eaten long ago. Now entrenched, we waited while the Americans picked us apart, nibbling at us, until all that remained was a shaky front line. My partner fired. A neat chunk of the tree was blown apart, and the shade behind it drove outwards. Twisting and stumbling, it fled the tree line and made its way toward us. His clothes were worn and browned by time and blood. A rusted saber dangled from his right hand, jeering as a single primeval yell flung from his lips. That cry turned to hundreds as bodies melted from the inky black woods and materialized in the haze just ahead of us. Their voices conjoled. They had come to fill their stomachs with our blood, to scalp us in the name of freedom. I refused to die for some empire half the world away. With a little effort, I could become one of them, hide in their ranks, and fight on the winning side. I was the first to break our line. I might have been the only one to break it. There was no time to turn around and see. I made for the woods while the armies crashed behind me. Their steel-on-steel steel screams rendered the air and filled it with pain and hurt. The woods closed around me. Tall, dark towers of wood wrapped warmly around, quieting the chaotic din of battle, as if it all was just melting away. I made it to a clearing and watched as leaves fell and the trees danced to the tune of the wind. Birds and brush chatted happily and the stillness was far above the concerns of war. I could make a life here, forget who I was, become someone else, become an American. I could finally live a simple life free of debt, free of my chains, free of the chains from my past, baptized by war and born anew into this brave land of the free. Finally, I can have the new start I always wanted.
but the silence was broken by a single cry. My neck snapped open. A small burst of shrapnel exploded from a tree. I fell to my knees, gasping for air. My hands flung to the begudgeoning red, darkening my overcoat. Another explosion as something hot touched my ear. Everything spun. My jaw flexed uselessly. As water filled my throat and nostrils, an ocean of darkness surfaced just behind my eyes and rose slowly, bathing the world in black. The trees drowned, and all that remained was the pale white sky. I was still holding my breath. Sparks faded into view. Was I dead? Laughing, singing, drinking? I opened my eyes and it was all gone. A lonely wind was the only sound now. I was sitting in a small trench surrounded by ragged farmers and laborers. The very men I had been fighting. Their eyes were dead and their breath was shallow. These were Americans who were looking down the barrel of a gun. Fear replaced my wonder as I leapt backwards out of the soft dirt trench. We were situated at the top of Porkmarked Hill. All around us was a line of red stretching as far as the eye could see. Ranks and ranks of British soldiers stood like a firing squad. Something whizzed past my head. Then another, and suddenly a hail of bullets assaulted me. Something caught my arm and wrenched me backward. Are you trying to get yourself killed? A yellow-eyed American hissed. His breath reeked of alcohol, and his nails dug dirty trenches into my skin. Only now did I notice I was no longer in a British regular uniform. Instead, someone had clothed me into a grubby farmer's outfit. The man with the yellow eyes handed me a rifle and motioned to a small awning along the backside of the trench. We held out against two assaults. We will hold out against another. A small mutter of approval from the disheveled soldiers around him. He handed me four bullets and a handful of gunpowder. Munitions were scarce, and I was told not to fire unless I could see the whites of their eyes. My mind spun as I staggered into the redoubt. We were on one of the barracks near Bunker Hill. We had taken this hill on the third assault. Was this the will of God? Had he heard my plea? Was this path a new start? Then why had I been here of all places? Just to die? There was no chance of escape. But maybe if I could speak to the British, tell them of my journey, perhaps they would listen. Crouching beneath the dirt barrier, I pulled my knees tightly to my chest and waited. The assault was a quick and brutal affair. Hopes of the Americans were dashed and splattered across the trench, as volley after volley of the British slammed into the weakening walls. I had found myself burrowing deeper and deeper into the soft dirt until I had been entirely buried, hidden from the war above. There I waited. As the tide of battle receded, I slowly pushed my way out. The yellow-eyed man lay nursing a wound. He was the only thing that moved here. Peeking out, I could see British soldiers tentatively making their way up the hill toward us. Don't shoot! I called, raising both my arms in surrender. I'm one of you! I'm British! So it was you! Grabbed the yellow-eyed man behind me. The knife was already at my throat by the time I turned. I could not scream. I was still holding my breath. screamed a watcher. Bullets fired in the dark, making bright yellow arcs in the night sky. I could see British soldiers running over one another. Frantic yells and footsteps clouded my thoughts as terror gripped me. In my hurry to run, my foot tangled on a bloodied corpse below. In the dark, a large creature moved toward me. The rider above, ignorant to my presence, drove the horse forward, 
praying it would miss, I held my breath. The battlements dropped rocks on us while we crashed against the wood like water. A thick rock landed on a man next to me, splitting his shoulder. Unwillingly, my body froze, leaving me vulnerable to an assailing rock which landed right between my eyes. They chased us with whoops and cries. I leapt behind a tree onto a bayonet. I ran from bullets, but was not fast enough. I hid from the enemy, and they found me every time. Every time I died, I awoke somewhere new. Never in peace, only war. I am. Holding my breath. A new body. I am. The same man. I am. A coward. Now you can take a good deep breath. I still have not.